Welcome back to the NASCAR race recap show presented by Prize Picks. You heard you heard the plug in me, Garage Guy, and I'm here today solo, dolo. Shout out to Kid Cuddy, as always. I was listening to some Kid Cuddy earlier. But I'm, I'm not here to talk about Kid Cuddy. I'm here to talk about the NASCAR race weekend. Or NASCAR, as we should call it, the NASCAR race weekend in Nashville at Nashville Super Speedway. Going to tell you guys everything that went down uh, behind the scenes. We'll talk a little bit about the race itself on Sunday that had a uh, very long uh, intermission, I guess you would say. And uh, it, it was rainy, crazy things happened. Uh, th- there was power outages. And there were uh, there were flickering lights. Um, there, there were there was rain. Rain happened. Uh, Mother Nature visited town. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Saturday as well. Uh, not a whole lot on Friday, but I'll tell you guys what I did on Friday, so we can talk about all that. And of course, gotta talk about uh, Bill's boy himself taking the the Gibson guitar home after winning at Nashville Super Speedway. Tons to unpack over the weekend. Uh, definitely want to hear your thoughts and want to hear how your weekend was. And you know to hit me up on Twitter at Garage Guy Chase or collectively hit us up at Garage Guys FS and tell us what was your favorite part of NASCAR weekend if you were there. Uh, I know some of you guys we got to see uh, that there were some that were there that we did not get to run into. Um, I was fortunate enough to get to run into a couple of the Garage fam, a couple people from the Garage fam, and uh, getting to chill with them and hang out with them was a blast, as always. Saw a ton of uh, old friends, made new friends, and had the family in town, so it was really cool. Let's just go ahead and kick it off, uh, starting with, uh, w- with Sunday, the cup race itself. Uh, we, we get to Nashville Super Speedway. I was there pretty early. I actually had my wife and my son with me. Uh, it was my wife's birthday weekend, so she was up there checking out things with the niece, and uh, so she always loves to, to hang out with her. They're like sisters almost. It's crazy. They, they come from a family where she has a sister that is about, I want to say, 12 to 15 years older than her. So, definitely uh definitely a big age gap there so when that happens um you know the older ones will end up getting married and having children while the younger sister is still a child so they grow up kind of like sisters so it was uh it's a crazy story but great family so she got to go see uh her and hang out with her which is always great and just love to see the wife and the little guy get out of town uh, she works hard back home in Louisiana. My son, uh, he's with me pretty much every day while she's working. So a lot of balancing in and out at home. So it was good to be able to bring him on the road. I wish I could bring him to every trip. But uh, got to bring my son out to the, uh, I guess you would say, the midway area of the race because they didn't get to stay for the race. Looking at the forecast, her having to get back home, Completely understandable. Uh, we had a good little time on, on Friday and Saturday. But Sunday day was – it was great. Got to bring little guy out and enjoy bumper cars. Uh, 
the uh, burlap sack slides, uh, which he completely had a wipeout on, and it was hilarious, and it was fun. He was going fast, though. He had on the Tony Planet shirt, the one that I bought for him uh, that was a medium. I bought it because the price was too good, and I just always wanted that shirt. And you know, fortunately now, after returning from, from Nashville, I do own a Built for the Future Tony Stewart t-shirt uh or the tony planets as i call it uh in a double xl so watch out because i'm coming in hot um gunning for spacex basically if you own that shirt it is uh the same as owning a share of tesla so keep that in mind if you own the tony planet shirt which i don't know many people that do other than harris Lou. so basically that's one share of tesla if you own that shirt, because it's space. Tony Stewart is an astronaut. Changed my mind. Uh, so he, he was rocking that. Got a lot of compliments on that shirt. Shout out to Buddy Polly and, uh, and Seth from uh, Big Motor Small Blade. They came and hung out with me and little guy a little bit before the cup race kicked off. Uh, Buddy had the, uh, the, the Kevin Harvick 29 Nokia phone that you played Snake on. Uh, you know, just having to make calls here and there, you know, you, you, you always got to go with the old phones for the good cell reception, even though the phone does not work. It does work in another dimension where it is still 1999 or 2001, your choice, not Y2K though, because that was when computers died supposedly. But anyway, it was great to see them shout out to large shout out to spider Shout out to Glenny Balls of Barstool. Got to hang out with them. Little guy got to meet him. Uh, Large was supposed to give uh, little homie boxing lessons. But uh, he was just in awe of just the, the tank because little homie's a tank. My son is just – he is just the stout kid. Um, and he's just – he's a force of nature. So it was great for him to get to meet those guys. They were out there with Bustin' with the boys. Did not get to meet Will Compton. That will be something on the bucket list, though. Uh, he just seemed like a big ball of energy, just radiating positive energy and just good vibes. So didn't get to shake his hand, didn't get to talk a little bit with Glenny Balls this time and, and kind of meet him a little bit more and get to know him better. So hopefully going to be running into those guys at another race soon. It's always a good time when the boys are in town. But, yeah, so after that, the rock climbing commenced. Uh, my, my child uh, attempted rock climbing. He had on Crocs, though. Didn't really work out. So that was my adventure with my son um, in the midway before the race started. And then, of course, sadly, they had to leave. And that's when I got dropped off. That's when we went into Nashville Super Speedway, into the track, uh, met up with Dale Tanner, which Dale is somewhere. I'm not really sure. Um, he, he might still be in Nashville for all I know. He's, he's lost in translation. So pray for Dale, hashtag pray for Dale. Start that right now. Um, if you are listening to this, just tag at D Dale Tanhart, say, where's Dale? Say, where are you, Dale? Are you okay, Dale? Everybody just, just start reaching out to him just all over Twitter, just because it'll be fun. And I would love to see it. So hashtag pray for Dale at Dale Tanhart. Where are you, Dale? Question mark. Do that for me, for the garage guy, because you love me. And it'll be fun. So meet up with Dale. We, we link up. We, we chat with some other people. It is just a, a nice, 
day. There's clouds in the sky. We're, we're, we're very positive. There's no rain coming. Dale and I were heavy on Chastain. Um, I had Ricky Stenhouse early in the week. Didn't really think that one was going to work out just based off of some practice times. I wanted to believe, but there was also a part of me that did understand that sometimes things don't always work out the way you want them to, which was the pretty much the end result of this entire race. Um, but it was always good, you know, to see a Chase Elliott win. Shout out to Hooters, Hooters Racing, of course. So, you know, we love when, uh, when Chase gets a dub. Would have loved it a little more if I would have made money and if I would have been able to give you guys the correct pick to win the race. So that always hurts me. And trust me, it hurts me worse knowing that I gave out a pick that failed. Uh, it happens from time to time. That's why I tell you sometimes you got to trust the gut. Um, you know, it's good to take my picks. It's good to take Dale's picks. But you got to trust your gut, too. If your gut's telling you something, you got to roll with it sometimes. And you know what? You never really know if your gut sucks until you trust it. So after you've trusted it about 10 times and you don't hit any bets, that's when you can officially say your gut sucks and you should probably never trust your own gut. So I gave a 10-bet minimum for, for gut check. Got to have a gut check uh, here and there. If you've never trusted your own gut, you got to gut check yourself. It is, it is, a, it is law in the garage okay so make sure you do that but uh it was heavy on chastain uh, i really was and also on kyle bush I, I felt like this was kyle bush's time to shine i thought chastain was a pretty easy pick a uh, pretty easy person to, to win the race it just seems like he has just been on fire plus he had the most amazing race car uh the new sponsorship for track house and jockey which is pretty dope like jockey makes underwear and socks also wrap race cars. So they were giving away little like underwear keychains at the track, which was pretty cool. A lot of really cool activations out there at Nashville. So shout out to them. Shout out to Eric Moses, uh, the track president, putting on a damn good show for the people. Love that guy. Got to meet him as well. Dude is a drip king, a NASCAR drip king certified. If you didn't see the video, go to my Instagram. You can watch it right now. Um, it, it was great getting to link up with him and meet him on Saturday. But, um, you know, when, when this race started up, everything got going. It was just not a lot of movement. I mean, the biggest mover, I think, was Martin Truex Jr. And, and my God, he re-signed. Did not see that coming. Man re-signed with Joe Gibbs Racing. He's still dead to me. So I'm not, I'm not betting on him. I don't care. I don't care how great he looked on the track. It doesn't matter. Uh, after Sonoma, dead. Uh, great for him. Glad he is going back to Joe Gibbs. Hopefully he can get some shit together and try to find a way to win a race. Uh, he did the whole MJ, uh, you know, coming out of or not retiring or I'm coming back or whatever. The letter was, and I think Dale did one earlier, too, when he came out of retirement. Uh, but Michael Jordan did it first. And shout out to the GOAT himself. He was there at the race. And it was just he was in purple, which is what a vibe. Michael Jordan, the man, the myth, the legend. But, yeah, Martin Trex Jr., don't really care. It was good, you know, great for him, whatever. Uh, but Denny Hamlin really just took charge, took the lead pretty early, and then that's when we started having the lightning holds, 
we started having, you know, the rain, and that's when it all just got to this point to where we were like, shit, okay, we're looking at a Monday race. This blows, and they were like 10 laps away whenever it was all said and done. So it was just like, damn, like that really sucks. But we were in the media center. We were hanging out with good people. Darian, Jarrett uh, were there. Got to chill with them as always. Good time. So many people. There's a lot of name dropping going on in this podcast episode. So, you know, if if you get tired of it, just press the fast forward button if I'm giving too many name drops because I'm probably not going to stop. But um, just so many people, I can't even begin to name the amount of people that we just know and that are great people that are there at the racetrack. So I'll try to chill a little bit. Okay, I will do that. I'll do that for you guys. I'll try to chill a little bit. Shout out to all the great people that we talk with. But after sitting in the media center for, uh, you know, a solid hour, I think we decided, like, yeah, let's go ahead and call it. So Dale and I found a, a, a way out, and uh, we headed back. So that's when I headed back to the RV. And I wasn't going to go too far, obviously, because Dale was staying at some friend's house in Nashville. And I was there with the RV with the family for the weekend. So I had a decent little spot kind of close to where we were last year. And I did not mind it at all. The problem was is I was running low on fuel. And it was hot as ball sack at that racetrack. I'm, guys, I'm telling you, all if you were there, you understand the heat. But, dude, when I tell you, like, being in an RV uh, that was not wanting to work to its best of abilities had some issues with the AC. It was fucking rough. And finally, I uh, put my handyman gloves on, went outside, and made some, made some adjustments. Got the air conditioner back up and running, so that was good. Uh, got, to, got to sleep peacefully in the AC. But when I got back to the RV uh, during the race, when they were in the layover, you know, the wife, the kiddo had left. I literally laid down and went to sleep. And I was just immediately, I automatically assumed, this race will resume tomorrow. I'm going to go sh- give me some rest. So I go to sleep, and I'm probably not even asleep for about maybe an hour or so. Dale's already made it back to his buddy's house, um, and I wake up. It's almost 9 o'clock, and I just see the tweet alert on my phone from Bob saying cars, you know, drivers are going to their cars, and I'm like, holy shit, they're actually turning the lights on, and this race is happening. It's going to be a late one. So, you know me, I, I, I hop up, I throw on my jorts, I throw on my Steve Park fan club shirt, which, by the way, if you want to join the Steve Park fan club, uh, just shoot a tweet to me, at GarageGuyChase, and just say, I would like to join the Steve Park fan club, and then put a little ticket emoji. And the ticket emoji is the ticket. So, if you don't add the ticket emoji then I will not add you to the Steve Park fan club. So, want to be a part of the Steve Park fan club? Do that. What does the Steve Park fan club get you? Not shit for now, but maybe something in the future. Uh, We'll figure it out. But uh, I throw that on, and I just haul ass back over to the track. I get inside. I go meet up with some other, you know, good friends. Uh, And I will give the uh, shout-out to my man Matt Moot Dumpster in the Discord. Uh, for the hospitality, man's man's like just had access to the suites, and uh, invited me up, and I got to watch the rest of the uh, the race from the suites with with, with my guy Matt Moot Dumpster, and uh, the homie JD with uh, Monster Energy w- was around the way as well. So 
just good vibes all around when those guys are in town and, and it was it was so great to watch it and uh w when the race resumed i mean it just it took off quick and that's when we saw kyle bush just start doing his damn thing and there was this moment in time where the separation that he had from the rest of the field i was like my god if you just ran green have a good pit stop, stay out front. We got this one in the bag because I had the house on KFB. And let me tell you, he doesn't run the pedigree car much, but when he does, I don't call him Kyle Busch. It's dog food. We cheer for dog food, okay? So I was just yelling dog food at the top of my lungs, uh, just, just wanting – to make dog food pay the bills because that's technically what would have happened. Dog food would have paid bills. Uh, and the race was just going incredible, like I said. And then the next thing you know, the caution comes out. Chris Busher loses a tire. And uh, that was the moment where everything kind of fell apart for the betting night. Um, you know, I also had Daniel Suarez top 10, which really sucked. Um, my bad beat of the night, uh, Ross Chastain over Kyle Larson plus 130 failed to deliver and Larson finished one position ahead of Chastain. So it was just a rough beat. It was a tough one. I had no money on, on, on our guy Clyde, Bill's boy, a.k.a. Chase Elliott, a.k.a. Clyde, a.k.a. Bill's boy, a.k.a. Uh, Highway to the Danger Zone, Kenny Loggins, number nine car. Um, did not have money on him but when I saw him up front and, and just saw how he was just controlling the race like once he got around Martin and then he got around Kyle I was just like oh damn he's got them laser eyes on like he ain't losing this race and I knew it and Kyle Bush and his team decides to bring him down for a pit stop and I didn't really understand the call but I, I know that he didn't have any grip and that was, I guess, they were just wanting to get new tires. I don't know. But typically when you don't have but, you know, under like like seven or six laps to go, probably not the smartest move. You probably just got to, you know, just, just duke it out there for what it's worth. Uh, did not happen. So I guess it was a, a points race. I don't know. Uh, it didn't even finish in the top ten. It's pretty, pretty uh, sad. But a lot of people were talking about this caution deal with Brad Kay and – you know, I'll say this much about it. There did seem to be some situations that were similar to Brad's where they did throw a caution. Uh, in this situation, they didn't throw a caution. And let me just give you another point of view. A lot of people want to say, oh, you know, Chase Elliott, the golden boy, they won't throw a caution when he's leading the race. Let's also think about the fact that it was uh, 12 o'clock Eastern time and it was late. And uh, it, and Brad was off the track, so everybody's ready to go home at that point. Um, would I have loved to seen a caution? Yeah, I always do, especially when someone that I'm betting money on is not winning. Uh, am I mad that they didn't throw a caution? No, I'm not because I understand. Uh, when you go to these races for so many times and, and these kind of things happen, these rainouts, which, by the way, we've been super lucky to only really have, uh, I think me personally, I've only been to two races that have had rain, and that was only the two concrete tracks, Dover and 
Nashville. So that's where I want to kick myself in the ass is the fact that all the Dover comparisons that that I was giving and that a lot of people were giving, and we didn't bet any money on Chase. And I think that uh, one of our guys in the Discord uh, mentioned something about that the other day, and I was just reading that, and I was like, damn, like that's that's some real shit. Like when you have those realizations after a race where like all the facts were just like staring you in the face and you didn't do anything about it, it just sucks. It doesn't make it any fun. But we move on to Road America, which Chase Elliott will be a favorite at again. And there may be some other guys that we want to kind of take a little gander at. So it'll be fun to see how it plays out. But, yeah, Chase got a sick guitar. And uh, I, I almost wanted to just kind of grab it from him and tune it up and play it because the them Les Pauls look good. And uh, I just I've always wanted a Zach Wilde. Les Paul guitar, you know, the white with like the black circles, like a, like a hypno beam. Like that's, that's what I want. That's just a, a sick guitar. And, you know, I, I, I was blessed to say that I knew Zach Wilde before Guitar Hero, but if you do not know who Zach Wilde is, you can a Google it or go and grab a Guitar Hero video game for PlayStation two. And you will see Zach Wilde on that game and the guitar that I'm talking about. So, there is that. But, yeah, it, Nashville Super Speedway is a great track, and it is just a vibe. There were so many athletes and musicians there. Like it was, Everybody was, was there. It was just great to see that, and, you know, we need more of that in the sport. Um, you, you know, uh, I had a, a buddy of ours actually said that Derrick Henry was out that way and asked him if he knew where he could find a glizzy, which – Hopefully, most of you know that a glizzy is a hot dog, but if you didn't, you do now. So the fact that Derrick Henry's just running around asking random people for glizzies, um, you know, Michael Jordan's there, a uh, bunch of country music stars were there, and then Alvin Kamara, back in action with NASCAR, uh, my, my guy, AK-41, New Orleans Saints running back, uh, stoked to uh, to actually get to chat with him some over the weekend like you know you got to hold it down when you're like the only new orleans guys you know in in the building the only boys from the boot even though he's not from the boot um you know he's around the boot he's around the way and he reps the boot so we love that and i uh, i really think that that i'm about to start working on trying to do some more stuff around the louisiana area like i'm here i'm not in charlotte i'm not in tennessee i want more people in my home state to to vibe with nascar and, and motorsports in general, IndyCar, F1, less F1, let's be real, less F1 than other motorsports, um, but mostly NASCAR and IndyCar and maybe Formula Drift and everything but F1 because Netflix covered that already. So good job. But, yeah, I want more people vibing around that. So, who knows? Who knows what's going to transpire with that? Like I said, good talks and just, you know, just meeting good people lead to good things. So, just a great, great track, great vibe. Love it to death. That was Sunday. Um, and going a little bit into just, just talking about, you know, some of the crazy shit from the race itself, I want to to bring up some uh, some cool stats Cool stats are, are brought to you by me because I'm telling them to you. And, uh, and, and that's what is, is going to be. 
that's how it's going to go. And so get ready because here's cool stats. Um, Kurt Busch almost won the race uh, if he would have had one more monster energy drink inside of his body. Um, problem was is that if he did, uh, he would not have made bedtime. Uh, another cool stat uh, would be that Eric Jones finished right outside of the top ten. We made a comment on the preview show that it was kind of like Auto Club, and I said, hmm, Eric Jones, he finished 11th, started 23rd, pretty big. Bubba Wallace finished 12th, okay, after starting 30th. He had a fast car. His pit crew sucks dick, and that's just kind of how it goes. Uh, sucks to suck. Michael McDowell did not get a top 10. Um, sad day for loves um, and, and for statisticians that really wanted to see that. So that sucks. Um, Daniel Suarez lost 10 spots uh, after I said he'd get a top 10. Cried. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse finished 16th. Did not finish in the top 10. Sad. Um, Tyler Reddick continues to just kind of float. And I really cannot wait for the Red Dog win. Really want the Red Dog win. Shout out to Red Dog. Love Red Dog. Come on, Red Dog. Um, Corey LaJoy and Alex Bowman will probably fight at some point. Corey LaJoy has released a shirt that literally said, uh, pretty good race car driver or something like that in purple. Uh, so ready to possibly see a fight there. Don't really know what will happen. Would be fun to see a fight. So keep that in mind. And, uh, I guess you would say just, uh, the, the wildest, wildest of them all, the, the biggest one, the biggest mover of the race it seems, was Austin Sendrick, who finished seventh. Seems like he's having a little bit of a rebound um, here as of late. So with the road courses coming up, who knows? We might see Austin be back in contention for a win at Road America. Uh, maybe him and Blaney will punch each other. Who knows? Uh, so those are some cool stats uh, from Garage Guy, presented by Garage Guy's mouth onto the microphone. Hope you enjoyed those. Friday did not go to the truck race. Ryan Priest did win. Shout out to Yoder for making the pick. It was the cover. And, and I fucked that up, and I'm so sorry for anybody that was reading the articles over on GarageGuysFantasySports.com. Derek Yoder puts a picture of Ryan Priest to win truck race. He wins the truck race. Like, like that's the featured image, right? Saturday, Cody Zeeb for Xfinity. The featured image is Justin Allgaier. Justin Allgaier wins. I put a picture of Ross Chastain picking watermelons out of a bucket. Should have probably picked a picture of Chase Elliott. Um, but So I didn't do that. And so I'm a little sad. A little sad that, that happened. But shout out to Cody and Derek for, uh, for having really good picks for Xfinity and for trucks on Friday and Saturday. It, crazy to see Ryan Priest doing what he's doing. You know, he might just need to become a truck god and just stick around those areas for a little while, especially in Nashville. He seems to do really well there. Uh, Justin Allgaier wins on Saturday. That was another one of uh, – D- Dale picked him as well. So got to do a little selly with, with Justin, got to go to Victory Lane, so that was pretty dope. And, um, and yeah, Justin's a really cool guy. He, he, he vibes hard. But the craziest thing, I think, on Saturday was the fact that uh, the drivers were just dropping like flies when they got out of the car. Like, I had never really seen, like, drivers that dehydrated in person. And it made me really thirsty. And also kind of just like, like wow, like, this is huge, you know. 
nothing really puts things into perspective like seeing Natalie Decker not be able to walk straight and then fall on a stretcher. Um, that's how you know that, like, what these guys are doing is some real shit. Noah Gragson was, like, cool as fuck, Tim Richmond and out, like, before the race started, vomited all over himself and kept driving like a true champion. So I know I'm kind of making light of the fact that these guys were dehydrated, uh, but that's probably because they're all hydrated now, and that's okay. No one, no one died, so that's good. But man, it was it was it was scary. I'm not gonna lie; like it was pretty scary, like seeing all that in person. Like no joke. Like it was just like holy shit. Like it doesn't really hit you like it does on television until you see it in person. Like somebody just like that. Like I don't know if I've ever truly been that dehydrated. So I, I don't know if I want to find out either because I guarantee my body is not as conditioned as theirs. So wild to see, but just really shows you just how tough these drivers are and just how incredible what they do is. So shout out to all the Xfinity drivers that endured that heat on Saturday and, and ran that race. It was, uh, it was a great weekend, though. It really was. I got to ride a bird scooter with my child on Friday night instead of going truck night in America. My my boy loved that and uh and just got to spend that evening with my wife for her birthday, so that was always fun. So uh, you know, just shout out to everybody that made the weekend special. All the garage fam that said hello that we saw. Um just our our boys in security, the homie Zach, Sterling, uh who else do we have? We there was another one that had a name. That that I literally like nicknamed him, and I feel so bad right now. I can't remember, but I remember Zach and Sterling. I talked to them the most, I think, out of all of them. So, um, just gonna be awesome to see that security team at the races. We love those guys. And uh, oh, Parker Klegerman, he uh, he was our our plug guest. He joined the show as we were talking about Hooters uh, as our sponsor. So shout out to Parker. It was good to meet him at first. Just met a lot of people, man a lot of people this past weekend can't wait to meet more uh, i want to meet more garage fam if you guys that are listening to this are going to any upcoming races please hit me up let me know where you're going let's find a way to link up i love meeting the homies i love meeting the garage fam because we're all garage guys at the end of the day if you're listening to this show you're a garage guy just like me just like dale and we're just vibing out having a good time bringing winston back that's what it's all about at the end of the day and the vibes are only going to get stronger. So that's all I've got. That is a recap of Nashville. If I missed anything, tell me. You guys know I'm very responsive. Hit me in the Discord. It's free. Um, and uh, and I'll be happy to, to chat in there as well. Just tag me. And then, uh, you know, to follow me at Garage Guy Chase everywhere under the sun, uh, everywhere in the universe, in the planets, uh, whatever social media apps are in the, out there in the galaxy, just follow me at Garage Guy Chase. promise I'm probably already there. So, uh, love you guys. We'll see you for Road America. We'll be back for the, uh, the race preview show for Road America. Dale Center is going to be up this week. And not going to say it all the way, but there is some really cool things happening right now. Really great things happening under the Garage Guys umbrella. Garage Guys Racing is, uh, is here. And by the way, I'm going to be having a discussion here soon. Over 20 t-shirt designs are about to start working. 
We're about to start working on them. I'm sorry I lost my brain for a second. I found it, though. Everything's okay. But you guys have been asking for it. You guys have been so patient, and I appreciate your patience. I'm about to get to work on these T-shirt designs for y'all. We're going to have a store up. Be sure to go to our website, garageguysfantasysports.com. Go to Speedway Screens, the official vintage seller of the Garage Guys. There's still two shirts that should be up there for sale. Buy them. Get them before they're gone because when the, once they hit the other page, they're going to be gone. So this is for the Garage fam. I do this for you guys. Uh, you, you guys talk about wanting the vintage drip all the time. So we partnered up with Speedway to try to get some exclusives for you guys before anyone else has access. I wanted to do that for y'all because I fucking love y'all. And we just, we're going to keep the vibe strong. So be sure to check those out. Go grab those before they're gone. We'll have a new drop coming up soon. But, uh, yeah, stay patient. Stay vigilant. Uh, keep telling everybody you know that they need to go to a NASCAR race. Tell at least one person that does not listen to this show or has, has not heard of us, about us today. Get them on the Garage Fam train because it's rolling. Okay? All right. Love you guys. Garage Guy Chase out. I'm, I'm going to drop the mic now. Mic drop.